Arizona gets a big victory against the North Dakota State Bison. Where do we go next? And what does this victory mean for the University of Arizona? Let's get started here on Locked On Wildcats. You are Locked On Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, we got a lot of good, good stuff to get to here. First and foremost, Arizona comes away victorious against the North Dakota State Bison. Now, people, I know I keep hearing too that, oh, you know, this is an FCS team. This is a very good FCS team. This is a team that's going to be able to cause some real damage. Or if they were in the Pac-12, I'll put it to you like this they would win a lot of games. I'll just put it to you like that. You watch uh, North Dakota State and they are big, they are physical, and I think part of the uh part of the uh int- intrigue when it comes to North Dakota State is that they are you know exactly what's coming and you know what you can't really stop it. And that's a unique quality to be able to have. I mean, a lot of teams just don't have that capacity. A lot of teams, you know, you have to Game. You have to gimmick. I mean, how many times have we watched Arizona years and it's like, all right, well, you're going to have to scheme here. You're going to have to gimmick here, whatever the case may be. Against North Dakota, with North Dakota State, you know exactly what's going to happen. They're going to get the ball and they are going to run the ball right at you. And when you run the ball right at somebody, um, generally you're going to have to load the box, but they were eight. They were able to stop them, and again, that's uh, not really stop them. We're going to get to some questionable coaching decisions here in a minute. But Arizona was certainly able to um, get the stops when they needed. And you need to remember, too, that North Dakota State was running the ball left and right. They were doing absolutely anything they wanted. Um, but you know what? When it became fourth down, the coach decided that he was going to get a little cute there, and uh, he went away from Hunter Lipke. And Arizona was able to win. So, again, Arizona, and how many times have we talked about this, but Arizona was able to make plays that the other team just wasn't really able to do. And I think a lot of that comes from the margin for error that Arizona has. Um, you know, you look, in last, you look at last year, and how many times would Arizona have a game where it was like, all right, well, you know, no real chance of winning this game or uh, – the margin for error just isn't there. Arizona played far from a perfect game in this, in that North Dakota State was able to run the ball. They were able to do pretty much whatever they wanted. But Arizona, even though that was happening to them, Arizona was able to come back then and run the ball right at them, or uh, excuse me, throw the ball. And let's get started then with Jaden Delora. I mean, Arizona, and I'm not really breaking any news here, but Arizona is going to go absolutely as far as Jaden Delora takes this team this year. And that's really not a bad thing because when you watch Delora, he is equipped to do a lot of things that, uh, you know, Arizona quarterbacks haven't been able to do in recent years. And by that, I mean, he can extend a play. He can get out. He can start making move or, you know, he can extend a play. He can start running. And on like, on top of that, he's also able to, uh, he's also able to come through with some big time plays right there. Now, 
What I do look at, and I think to myself that Arizona, you know, needs to improve a little bit on, is um, the how do I put this? Arizona's got to be able to make better use of their wide receivers, I think, because the wide receiver position is the it's the most uh, at least for Arizona, it's their best position on the field, and it doesn't feel like so far it doesn't feel like this is a uh, you know, that they're maybe getting as much as they can. But let's talk about some of the players, though. Uh, first, again, Jaden Delora, ultimate gamer right there. And again, got to give him a ton of credit because it's not easy. It's not easy where their Arizona's at, you know, especially you're going into a year and you're thinking to yourself that, all right, well, Arizona's got to be able to win this game. They got to be able to win this game. And Jaden Delora has been a huge reason why that Arizona has been able to win multiple games so far this season. And let's be honest here. This feels like a five, this feels like a five or a six win team and going into the year. I don't think that anybody really thought that. I think that everybody thought that uh, as long as, you know, Arizona was, you know, competitive, win a few games, but now everything's kind of changed a little bit, to be honest with you, you watch this team and you're thinking to yourself, there's a lot to work with here. So, again, that's where Jaden Delora is. Let's talk also about the running back. We got Jonah Coleman. Jonah Coleman is – Jonah Coleman is – he's going to be a beast for Arizona. Um, there's really no other way around that. He is a player that he's built low to the ground, and he is – not only is he built low to the ground, but he runs tough. And that's a thing that not a lot of people have. A lot of guys are built well, um, but they don't run hard. I mean, we've seen that. Remember with uh, remember with, like remember Chris Henry. Chris Henry was a guy. He was built absolutely fantastic, but he was never. You know, you never really got the sense that he was going to be able to. You know, beat people, make make big plays out there. This is a different, again, this is a different animal right now. Jonah Coleman and uh, I think Michael Wiley is kind of set into that second, uh, that second uh, spot right there. That's, you know, that's not a bad running back situation. Now, when it comes to the wide receivers, um, big, big play by T-Mac there at the end. He only had the one, uh, and that was a catch. I know that it wasn't, uh, it wasn't view or called a catch, but that play by McMillan at the end of the game was absolutely a catch. Um, and he got the pass interference as well, which obviously got the field goal there uh, at the end of the half. But I think this is also a squad, though, that who else is going to emerge? And right now at that, uh, you know, at that wide receiver position, you've got um, you got uh, right now, you know exactly where you are. You're at with Dorian Singer. Dorian Singer is one of the best players on this team. And he's going to be able to get eight. He's going to get seven to eight catches per game, and I think that that's something you're going to continue to see. You're going to continue to see uh, uh, Dorian Singer be that guy. He might not be as dynamic as uh, he might not be as dynamic as a player like um, you know a Jacob Cowing, for example. But he is more than good enough. And when you're more than good enough. Um, that's where you're at. Now, T-Mac, I'd like to see him start to emerge a little bit because, again, T-Mac's got a lot of talent. We've talked about T-Mac a great deal. He's just got to be able to put that – he's got to be able to get that game further. He's got to be able to consistently get, 
you know, your seven or eight catches, your, you know, your eight, basically I want him to be able to finish with about 800 yards this year. And I think that he's got that capability. And if he didn't, I don't know that anybody would be, uh, you know, asking for him for to do that. Now, one thing, the tight end position though, we've got to, we got to talk about that because how many times has an Arizona fan have, as Arizona fans, have we just joked and said, you know, we keep hearing about the tight end, but the tight end is never going to occur. The tight end is always going to be kind of a figment of somebody's imagination. The tight end is here. And maybe some people thought it would have been Key and Burnett or Tyler Lyons. The tight end is 100% here. And that starts with Tanner McLaughlin. Tanner McLaughlin is how do I put this? He has been a um, he's been a guy that uh, I think a lot of people are wondering, you know, what would he do? And every single game, and I, you know, it's crazy. Every single game, he has been in there. He has gotten plays. He has made moves. And I don't know that he's got, you're going to see him ever come out of that lineup, to be honest with you. Um, when you get guys that are playing good or playing well like him, you don't re- generally take him, them out. And I don't see any reason why you would take him out of the, the lineup. So that's good. The offensive line for Arizona, I thought was, I thought it was decent enough. Um, you were able to open up some holes, which is obviously fantastic. You'd like to be able to maybe protect Delora a little bit more, but unlike in previous years, Delora was able to make play the make. He had enough time to be able to make plays when he needed to be able to make plays. So I can't really get too upset with that because he he had enough time. This wasn't like it was against say, uh, you know. Mississippi State, where it's like, come on, guys, you got to be able to give him some time. He had uh, he had the time to be able to make some of those plays. So good on them. Good on the offensive line. And we're still waiting to see if he's okay. But our guy, fam, Speedy Luke. Speedy Luke was in there, and he got a nice little run. Now, he was on crutches towards the end. That's obviously a problem. That's not something that you ever want to see. But the um, – I do watch uh, I watch Speedy, and I'm like, all right, there's going to be a role for him at some point. Just don't know when, just don't know where, but you can tell that there is going to be a role for him. Now, you look over on the defensive side of the ball then, and let's talk about big Hunter Eccles. Hunter Eccles has been an absolute monster for Arizona this year. If you were going to, uh, if you were going to grade out the best players on this team, Hunter Eccles is going to be in that top five. Again, nobody really knew what to expect. A USC transfer, he comes over here and, um, you know, he doesn't play a ton at USC. He comes to Arizona, and not only is he playing a lot, he is absolutely dominating. And that's what's fun to see about this. It's fun to see guys be able to get out there on the field and dominate. And between him and Jalen Harris, there is uh, there's a lot to like there between that or between those two spots. You generally don't see something like that where you have two players that can come off the edge and can get to the quarterback. And right now they got that. Now at the D tackle position, obviously you got Paris Shand. You've got uh, you've got uh, Keon Bars, both solid players. Um, so the D line to me, while not great. And I think Brad Alice on another platform put this pretty well. It's not great, but it's it's impactful in certain ways and that they're able to force turnovers that maybe they weren't able to force last year. And a lot of that, I think, has to do with the D-line. Now, with uh, with the rest of the, uh, the linebacker unit, then, 
you know, Jerry Roberts, another big game, another big hit. Um, but we got to talk about Jacob Manu. Jacob Manu was one of those was a guy that a lot of people I think viewed as kind of a throw in to the, uh, you know, to the whole uh, Servite connection. But what we're finding out is that there's a lot more to it. He is he's a player that is when he enters that starting lineup. I don't know whenever he's that's going to be, but when he enters that starting lineup, don't you kind of get the sense that he's probably not going to be coming out? And he had another nice game against six tackles. And more so than anything, you noticed him out there. You noticed that he was, you know, he's an instinctive guy. Um, I think we had uh, Noah Fafita's dad on, and he talked about, you know, the instincts that he had, uh, that he has. And that's, uh, you know, that's something that you either have or you don't. And you could tell that he was very well coached. And um, right now, if you're, uh, if you're Arizona, you're more than happy with what you saw out of him. So I would look for him to be more in there as well. Now, when it comes to when it comes to um, uh, you know the defensive backfield, we're going to talk about that in a second. But first, let me talk tell you about the Bet Online Sportsbook. Right now, the NFL is going on. Not only is the NFL going on, you've got uh, you've got college football. This is the absolute best time to hop in and just get your bets in, be able to make some plays out there. Um, I think with, uh, you know, I think with bet online, the best thing about it, and there's many, many good things is that it's easy to use. I can't tell you how many times I've had people say, well, you know, I'm interested in this, but I don't really like the part about, uh, you know, I don't really like the part about having to, you know, traverse this because it's a little confusing for me. There's no confusion whatsoever with this. There's no confusion about a bet online sportsbook because it's easy to navigate and you've got all of the best deals right there. Check it out again. The bet online sportsbook. We're going to take a quick break, but again, I like Arizona all year. I love Arizona to take uh, take the over on three wins. And I would 100% recommend that as well. Now, I'll tell you what, we're going to take a, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back. And now we're going to talk a little bit about the secondary and where everything's at. You are listening to the Locked On Wildcats podcast. Thanks for keeping it Locked On Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right. Now. We've got a uh, we've got some uh, more to talk about. We're going to talk now on the defensive side of the football, or and we're going to go into the secondary. And Christian Roland Wallace, another nice game. I don't know how uh, how many times we're going to keep saying this, but again, Christian Roland Wallace is good, and he's going to continue to be good. I don't think that there's <laughs> there's any doubt about that. But the secondary, I thought played well. You need to remember, you got to take some of this with a grain of salt for sure, because. Um, you know, because there still is a, you know, there's a, there, there, you, you haven't played the greatest teams obviously so far, but the great thing about Arizona's schedule is I don't know that you necessarily need to worry about that because there's not going to be a ton of great teams that you're going to face this year. So that's a good thing. If you're Arizona, the big thing about it though, is just continuing to be able to win games, to continue to be able to put that out there on the field, the uh, defensive uh, backfield right now. It's getting healthy. It's getting better. 
And right now, Arizona has to feel very good about where it's at. Also, I know Tyler Luke missed the one kick, but you know what? When you're 14 or 14 in your career or 15 or 15, that's a, uh, you know, that's a spot where um, you're going to be okay to miss one right there. We're big fans of Tyler Loop on this show. We're also big fans of Kyle Ostendorp as well. So keep that in mind right there. But thought the special teams played well. I, I still don't quite understand why they don't uh, put Speedy Luke fam in there more in the uh, backfield. But you know what? I can't really, uh, you know, I can't really get into their mind right there. But overall, no problems whatsoever with the special teams. I thought they played very well so far. Okay. Now, we're going to look ahead a little bit here. But let's take a quick break. But you're listening to the Locked On Wildcats podcast. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right. So now we got California coming to town. Beautiful. California, though, is, um, or excuse me, you're going to California. That's a game that California's favored. California's tough. They're not a uh, they're not a bad football team by any means, but you know, you look at it. Every game is close. It's kind of that Nebraska thing where every game's close but you're probably going to end up losing that game one way or the other. Now, we want to be able to continue that with the University of Arizona. And if you can continue that against Cal, it becomes a lot easier. Right now, I think that uh, Arizona – or excuse me, I think that Cal is a very winnable game for Arizona. If you can win that game, that really sets the mark, I feel, for the rest of the season for Arizona because, again, this is a pretty talented squad right here. But you get that win, all of a sudden you're three and one, and you've got a little bit of a, you've got a little bit of, you know, for lack of a better term, a little bit of, uh, you know, um, way to, uh, how do I put this? Um, you've got a little bit of leeway that you probably didn't have before then. So you win that because then you got Colorado. You're going to be able to win, beat Colorado. And if you don't beat Colorado, then, we're definitely at the point too where Arizona isn't nearly as good as maybe that uh, maybe we thought they were. So those are some pretty easy wins right there. I don't want to say easy wins, but there's a lot of wins to be had here. The only uh, the only times I look at it and I say to myself, "All right, you're probably not going to win that one, or you're probably not going to win that one," is USC and Utah. But after that, all of these games are very winnable, and that also just goes to show you too that right now. This is a much better. Uh, this is a much much better team than it was last year, and I think it's going to continue to be a much better team than it was last year. So again, but that's all on Jed Fish. Jed Fish has done an absolutely remarkable job, and you know people get upset with the play calling. My only thing with the play calling is stop putting Jamari Joyner in the Wildcat. We're big fans of Jamari Joyner on the show. Huge fans of Jamari Joyner on the show. But you're only setting him up for failure, and you're not fooling anybody at all because when that he comes in in that wildcat, you know exactly what's about to occur. So don't put him in there. But so far, so good. Um, I think that uh, it's hard to be upset with anything that Jed Fish has done to this, this point. And it'll be fun to continue to see what uh, he's able to do because you got some very wins coming up here. All right. We're going to be back with you tomorrow. As you know, we're on the day-to-day the -day grind here. And Arizona so far has played some very good football. It's exciting. They put a good product out there on the field. 
So everybody out there, have a very good rest of your Monday. You've been listening to Locked On Wildcats podcast.